Welcome to Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith, and today we have a mother and daughter team from Georgia and a father and son team from Texas. Corey Fox and Austin Fox. The dad, Corey, his acting chops go back 20 years. His son, Austin, just started and he's actually become pretty successful in just two years. Let's give Corey and Austin a call to see what they have to offer you. And here we go. Hello? Hello, is this Corey or is this Austin? Austin. Austin. How? And Corey. And Corey. Okay, so I got you both on speakerphone now? Yep. Yes, sir. Awesome. So I was looking at both of your internet movie database pages, and it seems like, Austin, you just kind of started your career two or three years ago, and you have quite a bit of success. But, Corey, it looks like you started way back in the last century in 1999, the year I got married. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Why don't you tell us a little about you, Corey, and how you got started in this business before you even had Austin? Well, I actually, I got it's kind of like a country and western story. I uh, out of the army, uh, actually just got separated in my first marriage, and I decided I wanted to fulfill a dream of being an actor. So I moved out to California and awesome. started to pursue that career. Got to be extra in background in a couple of uh, major features and even starred in a couple little shorts. But then I got into doing filmmaking. So I partnered up with another gentleman named Rocky, and we wow. made about six feature films. And you found out that's more of your passion is the filmmaking instead of the acting? Yeah, I was probably a little bit better behind the camera than in front of the camera. What part of filmmaking is the best for you? I would say producing is the best for me. I actually found out now that I'm older, I'm a little bit better at the acting um, <laughs> than I was to begin with. Right. Chalk that up to experience and knowledge versus being young and not knowing anything. That's true, yeah. So you get a high out of the producing, making the phone calls, putting it together, getting the extras, getting the makeup, getting everything. You get a high out of that? Oh, yeah, most definitely. It's definitely a euphoria, almost like a God complex in a way. Right. It's fun watching from beginning to end, watching it all get put together because you get to see every aspect of it from the the concept of starting the script and getting with a writer or reading scripts and acquiring one to hiring a team you've got to you know hire a director hire you a producer because i'm normally the executive producer and i bring on another producer or even an associate producer if i'm producing and hiring them and then watch every single lego fall into place to build your project are you involved in the editing as well i am i like to bring on an editor i mainly like for my director to be involved because it's their vision they're putting on there, but I do put my two cents into it. That's very smart. So tell me about your son and how he decided to get into this business. He basically decided about two years ago, I guess he liked all my little stories I used to tell them about Lifeline Entertainment and making movies. He's actually in the stamp for Lifeline Entertainment back when he was just a little toddler crawling around, and I let him know that him and his older brother, Travis, are in the stamp on that. He just came to me one day and said, you know what, Dad? I really would like to get into acting. What can I do? And I said, well, you need to start taking acting lessons. Hmm. So we actually signed him up for a company called Barbizon because I've actually used some of their actors and stuff in L.A. Right. to know what the industry is like, what it's like to do modeling, work a red carpet, do acting. That got him started off and it also got him attached to a very good agent out of Louisiana that signed him and started getting him projects to do. So Austin, how did you like going to that school? Tell me some of the things you learned there. It was fun. I actually learned a lot about how to do a runway walk, how to talk to people, do interviews and all that. It was a long class, but very fun. I learned a lot. Did you help your dad at all in some of his other projects, like holding a boom or doing some behind-the-scenes production work? Not really. In this one project I did, a small short film, I actually 
actually kind of did some PA work, even though I was an actor, just to help out. Okay, so basically your main focus is you want to be an actor. Austin wants to be an actor, correct? Yes, correct. Right, so I saw some of your scenes from your latest project. Can you talk about that a little bit? You're talking about Murder Made Me Famous. That was actually the first project he ever worked on. I'm talking about the Green River Killer? It was on the Reels channel not too long ago. It was a fun project to work on being a first and all. It's a pretty intense uh, character for somebody so young. How did you do your research to get into that character for that role? The research I did was looking at other episodes of Murder Made Me Famous and seeing how the actors there kind of played the role. And But really, the necessary intensity of the character didn't bother me too much. Just played it off as it is, you know? Really? Came off pretty believable. And I watched it, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, needs to say, we were on our P's and Q's for a few days after he shot that stabbing scene. He slept with one eye open, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so this brings us to something called Mom. And let's just start from how it came together. How it came together was we had found winning film productions, and that's how we met our crew and stuff. And it just really started off with a car conversation. Me and my dad, we are talking about, like, there was a news article on how kids are being separated from the parents and stuff. And I was like, and I said, what if there's a project about a boy who has to take care of his siblings? after their mom dies. And my dad was like, that's good. You should write that out. It took about a week and a half to write it out. That's pretty good. So how do you get the ideals out of your head and onto the paper? We used a application called Final Draft. Yep. It's really easy to use and it's very simple. It helps out a lot. That's good. Hey, so Austin, so did your dad have to audition for the part of the bill collector? I got a funny story about that. He didn't have to audition. He just added himself in there because he wanted to shine too. But when we did the meetings for the project, we decided we had to cut him out, and he was not too happy about that. <laughs> I just look at him and go, really? You're going to fire the EP before he even gets started, huh? <laughs> That's so great. So, Austin, I notice you have a role in there called William. What is that character? How does that fit into the script? He is actually the child that takes care of the siblings after the tragedy happens in the family. Oh, wow. Where do you want this film to end up after all is said and done? It's a completed project. Where is it going to go from there? Maybe trying to get into is the Rhode Island International Film Festival. And if we win that, we're going to try and get it nominated for an Oscar. Tell me a little bit about the casting process. Actually, we got in touch with this great casting director. Her name is Katrina Cook. And she helped us out with all the casting. And we looked at the people's auditions, reviewed them over, and picked our favorites. She is a really great casting director. She helped us out a lot. That's really good that you guys aren't trying to do it all yourself because you can't do it all yourself. You need a whole team. It takes a, what does it say? It takes a village? Exactly. How old are you right now, Austin? I'm 12 years old. A 12-year-old writer and director. Where do you see yourself at 20 years old? Hmm. What do you see for yourself? I see myself, I'd say, in L.A. That's kind of my goal from when I'm 20. But also, I was hoping around my age that I could maybe go off on a little world travel experience as well. Mm-hmm. So you want to see the world a little bit? and you also want to end up in L.A. to do just the acting or you think you're going to maybe evolve and do more of the producing and directing? Or what What are you, what are you most passionate about between the acting, the producing, and the directing? What's the most passionate thing for you? Definitely the acting, but the directing.
directing and stuff might also be a little side thing I do as well. All right, three Aprils in March. That's a short. Tell me about that role. It wasn't too much of a role. It was mostly an extra in it, but mm-hmm. it was actually a funny story that we were kind of, during sets, me, my brother, and the two other kids, we were kind of in between sets, we had like hit a balloon over there, and then the, the director comes out and say, yes, do that in the shoot. So we just kept doing that, and it got put in. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a writer-producer right there from right there on the set just being an extra. You're coming up with ideals that makes it into the final cut. Yeah, very funny. Now, does Austin has a, a talent agent right now? I'm currently signed with Landrum Arts LA right now. Okay. And they're out here in Los Angeles? Louisiana. The LA for Louisiana. So, Austin, I want to ask you a question. So, somebody that's even younger than you who maybe wants to be an actor, they, they're thinking about it, and maybe they don't have, you know, an awesome dad like you have, what type of advice would you give a young performer about getting into business? What would be your advice to them since you have a little of experience now? Prepare. Always prepare and don't let anyone discourage you no matter your age. You can accomplish great things like adults can. Anything else? Yeah, and research. You could always research what you're going to do and so then get ready before you just hop in and do something because that can lead to tr- problems and that's kind of it. Well, that's awesome. How about how about you, Corey? What advice would you have for somebody who wants to get into the business, whether it's an actor, a filmmaker, producer, or director, and they just they, they kind of don't know where to start? They're like, God, I want to do it, but uh, and I don't have anybody to help me. What would your advice be to them? Well, I've always said, I think Nike has the best slogan ever. Just do it. Step in there. Jump in the water. Don't be afraid to make that leap. And the beauty about nowadays is that kids have great resources at their fingertips with the internet. You have YouTube. You can go on there. It'll teach you every aspect of filmmaking. There's podcasts you can listen to that, again, will tell you step-by-step of what you need to do. If you want to be an actor, you need to take lessons. Don't let people say, oh, you're a natural talent. No matter what people say about that, Get lessons. Find a good, reputable acting teacher in your area and go see them. If it's once a month, once a week, whatever you can afford. But just like with any career, you're going to need to make an investment of time, money, and you also just need to have the commitment. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Actually, that's really great advice because I ask that question to a, a lot of people and you're the first person to really said about going on YouTube because, yeah, because somebody lives in some place in Iowa or say Montana, they don't have the benefits of New York and LA or in Atlanta or North Carolina or at Texas. That's actually really, really good advice. I'm pretty sure Austin gets tired of this, but I will send him YouTube clips that I see of certain ways of doing things. Here's how you make your director's book and stuff like that so he can learn. All right. So Corey and Austin, I want to thank you so so much for being my guest stars today i really really appreciate it well thank you we appreciate it we really do all right austin all right Corey. bye-bye you guys have a great weekend you too bye all right bye-bye if you like more information on Corey or austin just go to austinfox.com that's with two x's next up is a mother and daughter team the daughter is the actress the mother is the manager we have mary the mother and jocelyn the entertainer So let's give Mary and Jocelyn Joseph a call and let's see what they have to offer. So here we go. Hello. Hello, Mary. It's Johnny Keith from Actors 2020 Podcast. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm amazing. So you are the manager of your daughter. First of all, how do you pronounce her name? I want to make sure I said it correctly. Mary Joseph. Right. So Mary Joseph's your name and your daughter's name is what? Jocelyn Joseph. Jocelyn. There we go. Just wanted to make sure I had that correct. So are are you the manager of your daughter? I am. 
<laughs> so how does that work being a manager of a young performer? I mean, somebody who's your own child, like what's involved in that? It takes a whole lot of really being organized and keeping a tight schedule, um, making sure that my private life and her dates that she has and things that she's involved in and like the dates don't conflict because we're very busy with church and things like that. And then she has her own schedule in between working full time as an educator and trying to balance my schedule and her schedule, it, it just takes being organized and dedicated to the process because it takes a lot of ripping and running. So, <laughs> Is she currently still in high school? Yes, she is. She's a ninth grader. Oh, wow. She's just a freshman. Yep. <laughs> Do you have to get anything legally, like work permits and stuff like that in order for her to work? In order for her to get paid work or paid, I guess what you say, projects and stuff like that, we had to make sure she had a, um, a Georgia work permit and we just went online and got that. Okay. Whenever put her in for a job or submit her portfolio and her resume and everything. Some of the um, movies and some of the screenplays actually ask for her work permit or work permit number. And so I would have that on hand and readily available to um, input into their system. So right now you're just focusing on Georgia only? So you're only doing acting work there strictly in Georgia? No. um, I guess nationwide. We're not just confined to Georgia. Wherever the job takes us, that's where we'll go for her. So how do you organize that time-wise? And if there's a conflict what takes priority honestly if there is a conflict um her schedule is probably running priority in my life right now because i just want to make sure that she's able to get to where she wants to be as far as her career is concerned because this has been something that she's been talking about since she was little and you know how most kids they start out and they're like i want to do this or i want to do that right she started out at four years old with music and she started begging me, Mommy, can I take lessons? There was a lady at our church. She would announce every Sunday that she was opening up a um, music studio wow. there in town. And she was going to be teaching music. And it was Baby Grand Music Studio with Miss Robin Lanier. So she would just ask every Sunday, every Sunday. She asked me consistently for maybe three and a half months. And so I just talked to Ms. Robin one day after church. And I was like, okay, so Jocelyn wants to take music. I said, but I think she's too young. And she was like, no, we'll give it a try. And so we gave it a try. And she's been with her ever since. This is her 10th year doing um, music there with Baby Grand Music Studio. She started acting when she was eight. She was doing plays at the Avert Center. And now she's taking drama in high school. But she's gotten a couple projects of her own as well. So like last summer, we went to Africa. She did a concert in Uganda. Wow. Um, in Kabawa for a school there. So that was the first international concert. <laughs> it was an experience. It was fun. We enjoyed it. After your daughter gets through, say, college, what do you envision her to be when she's 20, 21 years old? I envision her being on the big screen even before she gets to that point because mm -hmm. she's very adamant. She's very concerned. And she's very vision-driven about what she wants to do. Her vision is what keeps me working as a momager slash manager. Right. Right now, she's working with Star House Entertainers out of Atlanta, and they do a lot of Broadway plays. So I see her really working in the field of performing arts, whether it's on stage with theater or on screen through movie or on a stage with music. She's so versatile. I mean, there really is no telling where God would take her with that. So on the I Love House TV, what is the undercover detective? Because I noticed you have it under film and television. Is it a film and television or what is that project? It is actually 
actually um, a television show. Uh, the owner's name, the owner, director, producer, her name is Miss April Whitaker, and she lives in Atlanta, Georgia. Jocelyn's character is Skylar DeLitzo. She's a little sister of one of the kitties there on the show. So it's like a bad girl type of, of running. It's a sitcom. The girls are kind of like Charlie's Angels type of thing, except the kitties are like little thugs. They, they go around committing crimes, but no one knows that they're doing this stuff. They're living like double lives or whatever. Awesome. And so Jocelyn's just, her character is the little sister of Raina. Her big sister is one of the kitties. And so Jocelyn's on that. <laughs> so the next four years, she's in, she's already in the drama club at, in ninth grade. She'll, she'll be doing drama for four years in high school, which is great. My son did that too. And he did everything from behind the scenes to, you know, actually playing some parts. So that's definitely awesome training. But how do you go about getting her the work there in Georgia, like what, is it from backstage or is there a local casting? How do you get the information to get her out there for an audition? Okay, so we use backstage, of course, and then there's Actors Access that we use. And then people that know her, they'll send me things. Like if they see something on TV or if they know something or a friend of theirs knows something, they'll send it to them to send to me. So now we're coming by connection of people who know people that are saying things like, hey, send Jocelyn into this or send this to Jocelyn's mom or tell Jocelyn's mom this is coming up or they'll inbox me on Facebook and I see some things come on Facebook. And I was recently added to about two sites on Facebook where people are actually doing casting calls and things of that nature. So social media is a big help. Right. And then just me being proactive on her backstage account and the actor's access. I was doing children's casting at one time, but I'm not really working with that one all that much right now. Oh, and she has a promoter out of Miami. Um, his name is Mr. Chris Rents, and he helps with getting her casted as well. That's good. You're the second person who said Facebook. For the listeners who are listening, don't let that one down. You know, there is the actor's access to LA Casting, and don't leave out Facebook. So thank you for that. Oh, okay. Is there anything else you want to say? before uh, we talk to Jocelyn? I just want to say that if there are any parents out there who have children who have expressed interest in anything whatsoever, whether the child like building with Legos or like playing with science kits or just anything that's creative, you have to find what your child is gifted in and encourage them to go after it. But for us, Jocelyn expressed interest from early on and so we kind of ran with it but if their child is expressing interest in anything take that interest take that drive take their love and their passion and help them to cultivate it because normally whatever they're gifted in and whatever they really love and desire that's the thing that God is going to use to elevate them and to push them further in life to be the greatest of the greatest and so we can't ignore the fact that our babies are expressing interest in something if they don't stick with it then they don't but if they do and it becomes that life changer it becomes that vein of wealth for them then you haven't failed your child in life. You've actually set them up for the long run. Really just be proactive as a parent. Be involved. Be there. Show up in all things, you know. And so that's the only thing I want to say is if your child expressed interest in something, don't be lazy. Just get out there and encourage them and sit with them through it all. Like, for instance, Jocelyn loves plays. I had to grow to like plays. I'm not a sit in the theater and be quiet kind of person. I'm that mom that shows up at a sporting event and is yelling from the sideline. But she loves plays. She loves performing arts. So I had to grow to like it because that's what she's interested in. That's the kind of thing she likes to do. And all of this is because I pushed her into her passion. Well, let's talk to Jocelyn. I'm, I'm, I'm always nervous. I'm always get nervous, you know, when I, I don't know why, but let's see what happens. <laughs> okay, here she goes. Oh, all right, thank you. Hi. Looking at all your pictures right now that's on your backstage account. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. Who took those pictures? Mr. J. Bond did and Mr. Cedric. My mom, she did my makeup. You have a very unique look. 
Thank you. Which is a good thing. It's got hundreds of submissions and your pictures actually stand out. Wow. And that's one of the reasons why I said, you know what? I think I'm going to give this girl a shot. I, I def and then when I started researching you, oh my God, the first question actually would be, why do you want to be in the entertainment business? I want to be in the entertainment business because I really think it's fun. I just want to do it since I was little. I've been saying I want to be on Disney Channel since I was three. I've just been speaking it over myself that I want to be famous and I don't want to be on TV. I was just like, let's go for it. Yeah, I definitely can see you doing that. Now, what the songs that you have, do you guys own the rights to those songs? Yes, sir. My mom, she wrote the first one. She wrote the Walt Run Jump. That video is really, really good. I really like it. Thank you. Because it's one of those songs that you hear that you think you're doing a cover of. Like, oh, okay, I've heard this before, but it's not something that anybody heard before. Could I play like 20 seconds of it right now? Sure, go ahead. That is so catchy, isn't it? It's so catchy. You can't quit singing it after you hear it. <laughs> That's everyone's favorite song. The first one, Walt Run Jump. Everybody likes that song. Uh-huh. They're just saying it's very catchy. They like it. What's the message of that? The message of the first one is just telling everyone who wants to follow their dream to just go for it. And don't let anyone or anything stop you from following your dream. That's pretty good. So whether you have to walk, run, or jump, just go for it, correct? Exactly. What about I Can Be Found? We believe in God very much. It's just giving him what's due to him and everything like that. All right. I'm going to play just a little bit of that one. Let's see. Wow. That's pretty awesome. And then... Then hallelujah, what's the message behind that one? And it's no matter how far I go in life, I'm always going to serve God no matter what. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm going to play a little bit of this one too. I love this one. That is so cool. Every one of those songs are so professionally produced. Thank you. Wow. That's pretty awesome. So the drama department, did you have to audition to get into that? Or is that something that you just took, that you just signed up for and that you're kind of already in there? Or how does that work? I just signed up for it. So you've already been there for almost a year now. So what have you done just inside the high school just the last year in that class? Right now we're working on a play in drama class called The Greekish Myth of Marcionum. And I play one of the course members and we technically tell the story of Marcionum and how she became the goddess and how she defeats Terafeces and uh, Terafeces is punished by laughter. <laughs> There's some punishment for you. <laughs> Let's say somebody's listening to the podcast, because I've gone through a lot of your stuff online. You have so much out there. What's the best place for somebody to contact you or to find out more information about you? On Facebook and on my website, jocelynjoseph.org. Five years from now, where would you like to be? On the big screen. <laughs> your vision is to go and do in the big screen, like into the movie theaters versus everything else. I know you probably want to do TV and more theater and stuff, but the big screen is... Is your, what your goal is? Yes, sir. It's a big screen. I want to go to Hollywood. <laughs> when you say go to Hollywood, do you mean that you just want to come here and do movies or do you actually want to move here? Probably both. Right. That's true. But, <laughs> <laughs> but of course, you wouldn't turn down a Disney television series, though, would you? No, I would not. Because that seems like that's right up your alley. It does. It, it, I like it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because if you did get on a series like that, you would have to move to LA because you'd be shooting like four or five days a week. I would. And then your mom would have to be like taking you down there. <laughs> 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 <down there. laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you have to finish the school on the, on the set. You I'll know? be homeschooled. Uh-huh. Nothing, nothing wrong with Nothing wrong. Now, you don't get the social aspect of it, but I'm sure you've had that all the way from kindergarten up to now, and you definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't, so you would probably like that. I would. I like homeschooling because, I mean, it's not a lot of drama. There's a lot of drama at high school and stuff, and I'm just like, come on, guys, enough with the drama. I know. Kids can be mean, huh? Yes, they can. There's a lot of stuff that you don't need to be exposed to. Like where I came from, like every day after school, there would be a fight in the Jack in the Box parking lot. You know, I'm like, oh my God, again, I don't, I don't even want to see this or even deal with this because it could be me getting beat up next. Exactly. So your main focus is the big screen, but you've done theater as well. Tell me about some of your theater experience. When I was eight, I played in The King and I and The Velveteen Rabbit and also played in the Christmas pageant. In The King and I, I had to play one of the royal children mm-hmm. for The King and then in Velveteen Rabbit, I played a stuffed teddy bear. <laughs> And then I played one of the shepherds in the Christmas pageant, and that was really fun. I got to sing, too. That's pretty good. What is the acceptance project where you play Tasha? Oh, that was a college project that I had to audition for, and they wanted me to play Tasha. And my set mom, Odette, (laughs) she had different personalities. She would go from Lena to my regular mom to just being Odette to being very, very, very aggressive and crazy. And there was this one scene. The last scene was the fight scene. She had to push me on the floor. We got into an argument, and then I had to choke her and kill her. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend, pretend, though, right? That's kind of cool because you get to play a lot of different parts. Looks like you're kind of on your way. It's so great that, you know, you not only have the foundation of the church behind you, but you have your mom, someone who loves you. My mom, she's awesome. I love her. Yeah, someone who has your back for when you're feeling down, you somebody to say, hey, you can do it. Everything's going to be fine. You're just having a bad day. Tomorrow's going to be better. She tells me that a lot, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So somebody else that's out there that's your age, maybe not even your age, but that's even younger, what advice would you have for them? I would just say go for it. I mean, you start off small, but you build your way up and you work hard for it. And it's a really fun adventure. If you love what you do, just go for it. And you never, ever, ever give up on your dream. Just keep going. And all it takes is one yes. That's actually pretty good. I love that. All it takes is one yes. Well, that was awesome talking to you. So let me talk to your mom again and I'm going to finish up the interview with her. Thank you. Bye-bye. So is there anything else you want to say about yourself or your daughter or how they can contact you? Facebook is Jocelyn Joseph, J-O-S-A-L-I-N. Joseph is J-O-S-E-P-H. And then my Facebook is Mary Joseph on website, of course, which is www.jocelynjoseph.org. Okay. So if a casting person or somebody wanted to get in touch with you, that's how they would get in touch with you in case they wanted to cast her in a project? Yes. And then my, my cell phone is 912-541-0179. It's also on her website. So they can they can contact me at that number at any time as well. My business email for myself and for her is Mary, M-A-R-Y, Michael, M-I-K-E-L-L, Joseph, J-O-S-E-P-H, at gmail.com. All right, Mary, it was a pleasure having you and Joshin as my guest today. Thank you so much. It really means a lot to me. Absolutely. It was our honor. Thanks for the invite. All right, you guys have a beautiful Saturday. Bye-bye. You do the same. Bye-bye. And that is how they roll in Georgia. Jocelyn's mother Mary is currently working on a pilot for a sitcom and she's also writing a movie called The Chosen One where Jocelyn, her daughter, is going to do the music. What an amazing team they are. Now we're going to end this episode like we end every episode with something called The Lesson. Because life is a... Gee, really? 
Why don't you tell me something I don't already know? Cause everywhere I go, people tell me what to do. Hey, go to church, go to school, you treat me like a fool. Now, I don't need religion, culture, class. You don't like that fact where well, you can kiss my... Yeah, I'm white and I rap. You got a problem with that? Loosen up. And don't be so tight. Take it easy, E. We got the whole night. Yes, I'm psyched. I'm ready to get the show on the road. I don't want to stop because I just might explode. I'll tell you what, Holmes Slice. I'm twice as nice than any bad boy rapper called Vanilla Ice. My lesson, yeah, it's hip. In case you didn't know what I'm here to inform you. I'm better than snow. I don't moonwalk or dunk like these Michael J's. But I can hold my own. You hear what I say? Now listen. Learn. Because here comes the lesson. Lesson one. Everybody sit down. JK is going to take you for a ride uptown. Yo, this is the story of the Hollywood game. Choose your path careful. You're the only one to blame. Now when it comes to pot, crack, tweak, or blow, stick to the rules and just say no. Because you're young, you're eager, you want in the movies. Don't think you'll get there by giving up the booty. Because they'll use you, abuse you, throw you out like trash. And then you'll discover that you're out of cash. Now your heart, your soul is somewhere on the shelf. And you're walking through the streets now talking to yourself. The lesson. Well, you heard lesson one. It's time for lesson two. You have a choice, and the choice is up to you. I came to Hollywood to be a rich and famous star, but for now I'm waiting tables and I'm tending someone's bar. Pictures, classes, agents, where the hell does it all end? Every time I turn around, I'm starting over again. I finally got a break with a five line and under. My life was starting to roar like lightning and thunder. The phone rings, hello? I'm cast in a pilot. My life spun out of control just like an L.A. riot. I walked off the set, said to hell with this old man. The phone's not even ringing and my life is in the can. The lesson. Yeah, final lesson here. Of course it's number three. Now remember, I'm an actor to be or not to be. When the going got tough, I climbed into the bottle. I'm back on my feet now, revving my throttle on the climb to the top. It's the same old games. Now I'm kicking ass and I'm taking some names. Clawing, scraping, screaming. That was a long, hard crawl. But it was all worth it. I'm a box office straw. Opportunity was there when I took it with a punch. Not now, baby, but let's do lunch. There's a big piece of pie and you should grab your portion. You can be like me enjoying fame and fortune. Boom. That's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Go and learn it. It's the lesson. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Actors 2020 Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Keith. Until the next episode. Bye-bye.